I'm looking for advice on selling my files to a client that I decided to stop working with. Hi, and welcome to this. Freelance to Founder Shorts. I'm Preston Lee. I am Clay Mosley, and you've probably heard our in-depth coaching calls with everyday freelancers who want to scale their business. Now, we're helping even more freelancers each week with Freelance to Founder Shorts, five to 10-minute episodes focused on answering one question from a listener like you. To promote your business on our show and get your question answered, visit freelancetofounder.com slash ask. And now let's dive into today's question. All right, uh, on on this uh, short, I'm going to be selfish and ask you, Clay, for some advice on an issue that I'm facing. Uh, <laughs> and I haven't given you any heads up on this at all, so this will be fun. But here's here's what's happening. So basically, I run I run my business. You know, a lot of listeners are familiar with the business Milo. Uh, we're mostly a media company, all online. We don't do any sort of in person or physical things. Um, we don't have an office. I, I work from home, and our team is 100% remote. So like they're all over the world, and um, we've never even like met in person. We just we just interact online. So I'm very much an online guy, right? Well, uh, an opportunity has come up in my city that I think is a pretty great opportunity um, to open uh, an event venue, like mm. just a small, intimate like event venue. It's like maybe 2,000 square feet, but I've never like, you know, done like a lease uh, mm -hmm. on a building. I've never leased office space. A lease to me seems like a huge upfront cost or a huge commitment, like if I have to, you know, get into it for a year minimum or something, which is what I'm finding out is pretty typical one, two or three year lease on a, on mm -hmm. a space like that. And so, so like we've been, my wife and I have been talking a lot about this option to maybe start another side business and, and something mm. that would be fairly low maintenance, not a ton of, uh, ton of overhead aside from the lease. Like it's pretty, it's pretty low key in terms of like what you could do with a retail space. Like we wouldn't be making pizzas every day or whatever. So yeah. Um, so like overall, it feels like a good idea and there's some other stuff happening in my community. There's like a religious temple going in near where this event center could be. That would be great for like, um, wedding receptions and stuff. So like there's some other things happening that really make it feel like a good idea, but we are, we're sort of, um, feeling like we should move forward, but also dragging mm -hmm. our feet a bit because of the expense of, of, of the lease. And so mm -hmm. I guess the real question is like, how do you know or, or how do you get as close as possible to knowing when to take the leap on something that you're not as familiar with? I'm, I'm like, like what advice would you have for someone like me who's never leased a space? And this can apply to any sort of big leap in your business, but in my mm -hmm. case, it just has to do with leasing in a space. Yeah. How do, how do I like justify investing the money when I have no idea if it's actually going to work? Do you have any thoughts on that? You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. 
Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. Um... Yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good question. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I came into this blind. <laughs> um, okay, so this is what I would do. Um, so I, I, I like what you're saying. The, the fact that it's low, it's low, it's low operating costs. I mean, you're yep, essentially exactly. just paying for the lease, the heating, cooling, mm-hmm. um, that kind of stuff. We'd have to buy like um, some chairs and ta- there's like some upfront costs. Yeah, chairs, tables, but, but like really very minimal stuff. Yeah, there's no really ongoing That's cost right. That's other right. than lease. No costs of goods sold or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's all utility and straight overhead. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, I uh, what I what I'm really liking is just the timing. I think people are just ready to. They're done. They're done with COVID. Mm. You know. Um, I think they're ready to just mm. go back to go back to normal. Mm, yeah. Um, and, and I, I like the fact that it can do any type of kind of event. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would, I would make sure it's pretty versatile. Yeah. For um, sure. and, and then here's what I, here's what I really love is you, you say that Milo is strictly online. Um, I think eventually down the road, you could eventually create, a high level in-person mastermind for me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, for current members or, or whatever. Right. I mean, I see that it's pretty often. Um, and, and you could do that, you know, one time, two times a year. Um, I, what I would do is first of all, if you get a one or two year lease out of it, consider that a win because commercial leases are typically three, four, five years. Are they? Okay. Yeah, so if you can get a one year or a two year, I I, I would take it. <laughs> I would hop on it because like that is that is not 
common in the commercial leasing space. Okay. Um, so if, if that's the case, I, w- I would hop on the one year. See, and I'm so naive about it. I wanted, I wanted them to do like six months to like mitigate my risk, you know? Well, here's what you do um, with, I'll tell you what else is common. Now they will not do this for a one, a one year or two year lease. You might get away with it from a, for a three year, but the longer the lease, um, the more negotiating power you have mm-hmm. to ask for free rent up front. So you could say, Hey, if I, if I sign a three year lease, um, I want to be charged no rent for the first three months. Yeah. Which is important to us because you have to have a built out event center to promote it. And then people typically book event centers, you know, three or four months in advance. And so there's this weird like waiting period. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, you know, Obviously, the longer you can sign a lease, like five years, then I would be like, hey, I want the first six months for free. Mm, yeah. Um, and so like what that does is that, yeah, it's a long commitment, um, but, you know, it gives you that first few months to like ramp up some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got, you know, you better have your shit together, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't like lollygag around. I don't. That's not you. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And, but yeah, and you know, and. And I, I also, if there's one thing that, that you know how to do is sell. So like, yeah. if you know how to sell, you can sell anything. You know what I mean? Um, so you know how to sell mellow stuff. And so it sells ability does not go away when you sell a different product. Yeah, that's true. I am a little bit worried about like not selling recurring. I love recurring models. Like we've talked about that, obviously. And, and, you know, you, you might get some people who want to book it on a recurring basis, but most like our biggest customers who I imagine are going to be like wedding receptions or Mm -hmm. quinceaneras or whatever, you know, those happen once. Hopefully. Yeah. So what you, what, yeah. And you have to think about too seasonal because weddings are going to happen in the spring they're going to happen in the fall and then everything in between you're going to be dead. Mm -hmm. Um, so what a really good way, like just you know, just to market it is just to, um, hold like, you know, I don't know if you're, <laughs> if you're asking for this, but a really good way to, to, to promote an event center is to actually just keep hosting events. Yeah. Um, not maybe not paid events, but like if you find someone who's influential in the, in the, the community, be like, Hey, um, do you want to, we would love for you to host a workshop here. If you, if you want to like, speak at it or whatever like you know that that that's a good way to do it is like host like monthly workshops or or whatnot so um it sounds pretty low risk to me i mean the commitment sure of the of signing a lease is is there but you know i i think in the whole grand scheme of things it it won't take that much selling to pay for it work yeah, because we're checking out venues like that are sort of nearby, competitors that are about the same size or smaller. And mm-hmm. it looks like we'd really only need like um, four or five full day bookings a month to to be profitable. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, you know, four, four Saturdays a month or something should be fairly easy once we're up and running. Yeah. And, you, you know, you could also it may be overdone, um, but you if you want that recurring, you can 
you can section off a small piece as like a co-working space. Yeah, I had thought about that too. It's a pretty small space already, so I'm not sure that would work. But it, but it could be a good yeah. idea for the future because there's like an annex that we could lease in the future. Mm-hmm. At the very but, least, you know, you could you could uh, um, at least like let's just say you don't you don't book something for a month or whatever. At the very least, what you could do just as an ongoing basis is you can pimp out a corner or something that's specifically just for mellow and you can have some really badass YouTube videos. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And let Milo, <laughs> let Milo foot the bill for some of it. Yeah, something, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. at least it's yeah, like true. you get revenue in that business and a tax write off from Milo. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. At some point that becomes like a Ponzi scheme, right? But, <laughs> but hey, um. it's all approved by the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> So I, 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 this has been super helpful for me and maybe, maybe boring for the listeners. I don't know, but I've been like <laughs> writing down as fast as I can, all of your advice. I, I, um, I'm curious in terms of a lease, this is super specific, but in terms of a lease, do you, do you know, uh, if typically in a commercial lease you, that you can like get out of it ever? Like, let's say we do a five-year lease with a penalty. Do you get out of it or are you just, uh, do you just, I think you, I think you're. I, you're I locked in and they seize your assets if you uh yeah i think the only the only way is if if the corporation goes bankrupt yeah okay you know like or if you're just if you close the business yeah but again this all depends too on the lease agreement like if you personally personally guarantee it yeah i'm not gonna do that yeah so um that makes yeah sense. I don't know. That's the best advice I got. That's good. I, I guess to make this relevant to all our listeners, let's take like one minute and say, like, let's point out some of the the things you've said here about just making a big leap in general or things you haven't said, but have sort of implied. And that is you automatically said like, okay, it's a big leap, but what's the real risk, right? So that's something important to keep in mind. Like, like you identify the risk and then you try to mitigate as much risk as mm-hmm. possible, reduce as much risk as possible and say like, okay, so here's the risks, but here's how I could solve them. Like you said, the risk is you may not get booked every day. The way you solve that is you create your own events or you, um, you know, potentially like do a co-working space or something like you're, you were in problem solving mode to reduce the amount of potential risk that, that I'd be taking on. So mm-hmm. regardless of the decision that you're making, like that for me is always step one is to say like, and we do this even when we sell like digital products, right? We, we often talk about pre-selling on this show, yep. selling something that doesn't even exist. And that's like the ultimate way to mitigate risk. You haven't even invested like five minutes into making a product before you start selling it. Um, you don't run the risk of, of creating like this 10-day course that no one's going to buy. Mm-hmm. This feels similar just on a bigger scale maybe. Yeah, bigger scale and you just instead of being locked in with your time, that you spent to mm. do it, spent a time doing it, is you're you're locked into money. Yeah, right? yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll let you know what happens. Yeah, I'm super curious. <laughs> Maybe I'll uh, I'll fly out to Utah and um, <laughs> book an event just just so I have an excuse to meet you in person. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was gonna say if we do it, we should. Uh, you know, we'll have a nice big space. We could we could do some videos or host some friends or something so we'll have to to figure it out but okay man well i appreciate your help and uh thanks everyone else for for listening hopefully it was (laughs) somewhat helpful we'll talk to you soon see ya
Thanks for listening to this Freelance to Founders short. Subscribe in your favorite podcast player for more shorts and full-length coaching sessions each week. Freelance to Founder is a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Podglomerate. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app by visiting freelancetofounders.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell us why by leaving a review. Until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.